my city like it's California Cali. Windows down, speakers loud, blowing marijuana. Taste funny when you at the bottom, don't nobody want you. But when you on the up and up, everybody like it. I've been riding through my city like it's California Cali. Windows down, speakers loud, blowing marijuana. Taste funny when you at the bottom, don't nobody want you. But when you on the up and up, everybody like it. I ain't never been to Cali, but my weed. What's happening, everyone? How many people we got in ya? What What's is up? up? How is everybody doing today? Man, I w had a good time fishing. That's about all we did all day. But, uh, this is perfect weather for it. Not a damn bite in the world after hours, but uh, some of you may have seen on the, on the old grams that uh, we were just chilling in a really nice spot down the street and enjoying ourselves. No doubt. I saw those pictures on Instagram. It looked real good. Man. Yeah, it's, it, it's pretty creeks and pretty beaches around here, man. You can't help but to uh, get out and explore it. No doubt. It has been a, a very crazy weekend, as we all in the YouTube universe knows about. Um, right. Maybe that's, crazy. man, I think maybe that's what called me out. I needed to get my damn meditation in. Oh, um, no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, I went, uh, got a phone call from my mom. Dad had to go work on my uncle's truck because uh, he didn't have tools in his tire. He shredded it. He just got a new truck, or a used truck, I should say, and then uh, turned around. New to him. New to him. And had it four hours and shredded the whole front tire. So that was How like, in the hell do you do that? Man, those tires were so dry rotted. And when I went to look at them and I told him, hey, man, you need to get all four new ones. You're going to have a problem in four more hours with this other one. So we took the tires wow. off and... Uh, loaded him up and put him, took him down to the tire shop and got him fixed out. So it was kind of therapeutic for me to go wrench on something for the day. Gotcha. What up, Definitely. one love? One Everybody love. drinking a little something for Super Bowl? Uh, yeah, sure am. <sighs> you gotta have me a brouhaha. Well, I think everyone knows the guest tonight, don't they? I think I think so. I think it's the uh, Dirty Blind Truth uh, Squirrelies Kool Aid House Edition. Yes, it is, man. Yep, it's uh, it's the Squirrely Blind Truth tonight. The Squirrely Blind Truth, or, yeah. Or the, or the or the Blind Truth is a little squirrely, or the uh, the Dirty Squirrely Blind. I don't know <laughs> the blind the blind Dirty Squirrel. The blind Dirty Squirrel. There we go. Yeah, the dirty. Yeah, the dirty blind squirrel. That's <laughs> that's where it's supposed to come out. It's uh, oh, you could yeah. switch that all around, all three ways. Though it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a uh, pretty stoked. This is something we've been trying to do for quite some time. That we got some uh, key guests that we've been wanting out. We definitely, uh, you know, like I've told, we told several times before, we've wanted uh, Steve to be a part of this show from day one. Yep, he was the uh, first thought, man. He is—he's the OG, and mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it, uh, it, and it's funny you look around, and I, I mean, obviously, I know there are others. You know, he got it from mixed mowers and stuff, and and I know it's been floating around, but just in just since the holidays to now, look at all of the uh, the live and the and this with using this platform that you see now. It's everywhere, man. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and, and I think people aren't still grasping a lot more people are grasping the whole interface with multiple people on it. Uh, they still <laughs> are gravitating towards them, but now, I mean, Worley and them really invented the whole six person platform, get them all on there. 
Man, it's they they created this decade's Kool Aid House is what they did, man, and it's fitting for the times and the and and where we are in uh, digital world and societal. You know, it's it was it's a perfect hit, um, and uh, and man, they just they rolled us straight into the new year with all this. I mean, there's a whole new family out there, man. Um, people, I would quickly quickly say family too. You know, yes. and. Uh, it's because of this when they, when you can see somebody and, and and interact like this, you get to know the real person. Um, most certainly, you know. There's, uh, I mean, we you know we all have our downward dumb shit. We don't want the world to know, but that's everybody, you know. Um, and and we're, we are smart enough not to air it out on the camera. <laughs> or if we do, it's comical about it. At least for that matter, and we all know right? that. And it sure it certainly isn't to that severity. I can promise you that one. Mm-hmm. I agree. So is oh is oh Mr. Whirly down in that basement itching to come up here? The Squirly? The Kool-Aid House president. He's, hang, he's hanging out, kicked back in that chair, man. Got full representation of the new uh, green screen that he got. And I think most of us have seen that too. But uh mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, man, I'm going to sit back and enjoy this one. And, and, uh, Chris, you, you know, you've got the reins and mama said, don't blow his head up too much, but you know, y'all did it. I mean, y'all did. So he, um, he left patches in the uh, closet down there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. And, uh, right. here we go. It's, uh, squirrely, well, Kool-Aid house. <laughs> The president and CEO of the Squirrely Kool-Aid House. What's up, my friend? How are you? What's up, y'all? How you been doing today? I'm just hanging TVs and stuff. Well, hanging TVs. Okay. And you're Welcome to the, the Dirty Blind Truth. You know how it is. But we're going to call it the, the Dirty Squirrel Blind or the Blind Dirty Squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? And uh, it, it's it's uh, it's going to be a fun night, man. Like I said, we, you know, you, you know what we're all about. We're trying to get our our backstory of of everyone. And uh, I've even spent some time on YouTube and on Instagram this week uh, with with this platform, the Dirty Blind Truth, and um, uh, reaching out there in other fields. Like I've, I've friended a lot of uh, and followed a lot of electricians and plumbers and carpentry people and. Uh, custom wood shops and, and uh, mechanics and other things, man. Like I said, we want to integrate this into uh, everything in the skilled trades industry. And, um, and Steve, you've got a little bit of uh, um, a background in, in, in more areas than just landscaping. You know, you've got mechanic under your belt as well. Um, and Good. probably, probably many other things as well. And, and, you know, uh, what I guess, we're trying to figure out is uh, is what got you all here, um, where you are today. Um, you know, we're obviously going to want to know. Uh, you know, Chris is probably going to pick in a little bit to find out what you know what, you're, what you did as a child. Uh, you know, who you went to the prom with and who you didn't go to the prom with, and <laughs> he's yeah. back, so I'm going to let him have at it. <laughs> Man, Steve. So I, I have I have always wanted to know. I mean, we all know you as as uh, the lawn care guy slash mechanic. And, uh, you know, whoever's tuned into your live broadcast all the time knows pr- pretty well you and your wife and your family's immediate life story, I guess you could say. But, but when you uh, back in the day, what did you um, 
how did you get into uh, mechanicing or, or what did you do growing up? I well, Robert, you answer that. I just noticed, man, I can, I can match his green screen. <laughs> oh, you certainly can. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, you're well, good. Time, I was about five years old. Uh, I started hanging out in a garage. I mean, literally not even three miles from, from where I'm at right now um, with my brother. And there was also the guy that owned the garage was the grandfather and uncle of a couple kids that we went to school with. Okay. So we is and so we knew the grandkids and the 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 grandkids slash nephews from school. Oh, excuse me. So my brother and I we started hanging out in this garage, and that's where you know I got the bug for working on cars. Do you remember your first car you worked on? <clears throat> 77 uh, Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Awesome. Yep. Did it have did it have the, the pivot bucket seats in it? Yes, it did have the pivot seats. It was a 350 uh, big block. That small yeah, block. A friend, a friend of mine had a 75, man. It was that dove gray that almost looked white. Maroon interior. And it was, it was nice. It was a lead sled. This one was triple black. Triple oh, wow. black. Wow. Black on black on black. Yeah, everything was black. Say that three Beautiful. times. Um, what we did to it, I mean, and I remember remember this to, to this day because it was the first car I ever worked on, well, I helped work on, was uh, uh, pull the transmission out of it. Because we had to pull the train out and rebuild it. That was when I was seven years old. Oh, wow. That's seven cool. years old. Holy Getting cow. there early. Man, yeah. no doubt. And then from so, then on, I, I, I've helped people, you know, with working on lawnmowers and whatnot. The same with grass cut. I've been cutting grass, you know, as a hobby, I guess you could, could say it was, since I was about seven, eight years old. Basically, when you were beating the streets as a kid and just to get some to get some cooling money. Exactly. Some push-up money back then, probably. Push-up money, yeah, right? I bet you did a lot of push-ups for that money, didn't you? <laughs> well, I won't. Well, I won't. I, uh, so, uh, I mean, what else? I mean, you know, uh, and, and a lot of people may not know this as well, and I don't know if you would uh, like to elaborate because you've said this on your live stream, but, you know, a lot of people think, uh, have mixed feelings about or, or mixed reviews. So you're, you're a very intelligent guy. I mean, I've had conversation with you. Dirty has. I mean, a lot of people, you're pretty smart. And um, uh, do you mind care to uh, go into what happened when you were a young kid with the, the whole uh, uh, stuttering or, or the uh, stuff like that? Well, see, uh, um, well, I'll back up before the accident. Mm -hmm. When I was five years old, on my birthday, to be exact, I fell off a 10-foot slide. Broke both collarbones, about lost my left foot. Back at that point in time, they still, you know, it didn't know quite what concussions were. Right. Unless you had a really severe one. Right. Well, I think that I think when I felt that 10-foot slide, I had my first concussion. Because right after that is when the, the speech started to slip a little bit. But, so your um, mom didn't drop you on the head, right? No. Okay. I got smacked on the head a few times, but not dropped. <laughs> Um, but the last day of kindergarten that same year, 
283 school year. I was coming home from school. The person I was supposed to pick me up, which was a live a live in nanny, mm-hmm. um, wasn't there. And I thought, yeah, it's last day of kindergarten. I'm a big boy. I could walk home on my own. Well, I had gotten a football or something, some thing that I had gotten for perfect attendance. And one of the big kids came and smacked it out of my hand into the street. You know, as most kids do, they chase after it. Well, I said, chase after it. I hit my car on the left side of my head. And that's where it controls your, your speech and, you know, and other stuff of that nature. Right. Certain motor skills. Yeah. And I also lost, you know, 25% of my hearing, you know, in my left ear also because of that. Like as in now still permanently or just was it temporary? Yeah, 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 yeah. it was permanent. Okay. Okay. And uh, it's still, I got like 65% in that year right now. So uh, with my eyesight, <laughs> equilibrium comes in a lot of play with stuff. Like I can't do roller coasters. I can do them, but I get real, uh, real bad vertigo. If something's shaking side to side real hard or whatnot, or say when I'm riding the dunes. I have to stop for a minute. And actually, Dirty was with me when I wasn't feeling too good that day. Um, cold weather pressure and stuff like that. And I have to kind of take it easy because I start feeling real woozy. Do you have something like that that happens because due to your hearing? I do have have a vertigo. I take a, a medication for it, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably not as bad as yours is, Chris, because the eyesight plays a lot more into that than the ears do. Right, right. But... Um, if I turn my head real quick, yeah, so, everything keeps going. Yeah, I got you. Ask Lily the same thing. She's been around where I've gotten you know really dizzy at times. You get you get the complete spins at times. Just have to grab a hold of something. Yeah. Oh wow. My dad uh, developed it when he was about maybe about sixty years old, and. Um, and with age that it usually it's typically that is it is 100 percent um an ear thing when you know as his age goes on that's the primary factor and uh it's shit. he can't he's perfectly fine um like if he's on equipment walking around or anything um but um he gets it really easy um with uh um a ladder i guess it's it's just it's i think maybe the fear factor you know it's everything has a psychological bit to it too I think it might be where he gets paranoid about it the most, so therefore it kicks in a lot easier. I can climb the ladder, but I won't go any higher than a a one-story roof. Yeah, and that's about where he is. If if he's got to go more than about 10, 12 rungs to to reach something, he's he's not touching it. Right, right. I got that. Now, security camera, I had to climb up 25 feet to put that up. And tell you what, that's scary. Yeah, I bet so. Yeah, y'all got that big, tall roof, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to to take a picture from out front, you know, versus out back, and send it to you. Trust me, it's just looking at me. <laughs> oh, I was about wow. to say that yeah. that creates vertigo in its own. <laughs> <laughs> I um, uh, yeah, I'm. So, I mean, uh, how did you uh, how was your high school life like? I mean, what did you uh? Oh, my high school life was for shit. Just playing out. I'll be honest. I I, I grew up t- in town here in Norwood, Ohio, until I was fourteen years old. 
My dad lost his job as an engineer salesman of 25 years because he got set up, you know, and whatnot. So they could fire him before he could retire. Heard that story a lot from people. And, um, <clears throat> and so we moved to Elmwood, Ohio, which pissed me off because I had to leave all my friends and everything I knew. And I be, I became insubordinate, I guess you could say. Mm. I didn't crap out nothing. You know, I went to school, would do everything in my power to get suspended all, all the time. You know, technically, I probably only got an eighth grade education. But, you know, they just pushed me through to get me, you know, up to ninth grade where they could send me to Scarlet Oaks, where I started my um, auto automotive training career. So the, there was there was a vocational school attached to this program to this yeah. one. Yeah, it's called the, the Great Oaks campuses here in, uh, in Hamilton County, Ohio. So is gotcha. that Votech? I take it. Yeah, Votech. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, vocational. And the funny thing is, you know, I know it. They they used to be associated with every high school around here when I was going through uh, school. And it, it you don't see them anymore. And look at the gap and 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 and. Uh, it just dire need of people in this in the trades industry there is right now and a lot of these vocational schools have been gone for 20 30 years the thing is i it's not that i didn't like school it's not that you know i, I had like six teachers that i actually liked mm -hmm. and whatnot you know math science and history were the three main classes i liked the rest of them i could give two craps about right and um you know, those are the ones I actually tried, and the rest of them I would either sleep through, the teacher would look at me funny, I'd cuss them out, you know. And I, and I was also going through that time, you know, puberty and whatnot. You're easily talked into doing this and that, and this and that. Right. You're trying got to find yourself, man, for the first time. time. Yeah, got with the wrong crowd, got it, got into drugs. Nothing the really hard. of life. Yeah. That's understandable. And, and, and that's also when the drinking started when I was like 15 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. And, you know, and I started then. It was 14 or 15. No, it wasn't, you know, one or two. It yeah, was mine, yeah. more. Yeah, mine was from just a party perspective. It, it, it wasn't anything like that for sure. So I, uh, yeah, definitely. It was I mean, weed, I mean, yeah. and, uh, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was what? I didn't hear that. Sorry. Speed and speed. Oh yeah, yeah. Those were the, those were the those were the things for sure. Back in the nineties, that's what it was. Yep. Because coke wasn't a big thing back then, and it, no. it was until late nineties. Yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't see much of that out of the old uh, white powder in the nineties. I mean, it was around with vaguely and roughly but it was not it wasn't a thing it got really popular in the 80s and 2000s is when it yep. started to uh really flourish i should say yeah the because 80s is probably the, is probably the, the the pinnacle of cocaine <laughs> well see to be honest with you with the whole speed thing let me elaborate into that a little bit when i was 14 years old because of my behavior and whatnot this was before they knew about about uh Emily, what did Greg have? Was it ODD or obsessive obsessive defiance? OCD, ODD, obsessive oh. defiance disorder. 
As oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, see, that this was before they knew about all that. So right. everybody was being labeled as ADHD. Every, everybody. Right. And so they would put you on freaking Ritalin. And, and what is Ritalin for somebody that don't need it? It's, speed. it's an upper. <laughs> yeah, it's an upper. <laughs> it's, it it's, yeah. yeah. They and, did the same thing with me, too. So I, 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 I know exactly where you're coming from. So that's what it would do to me. And, and so... I basically had had freaking uh, legal speed to take, and to counteract you know, being forced to take that, I was smoking the weed and drinking the beer to calm down. Right. Yeah. I I just I do not understand how in the world. I mean, of course they they always do it though. The, the medical, especially pharmaceuticals, man, it's just slipping by for a while to make a whole lot of money. How did they not know that giving that shit to kids ex- exclusively almost and letting them take it while they're at school? Where did they not see that becoming a black market for that pill? <laughs> the thing is, you know, I, I got started on that stuff when I was like eight, nine years old. Yeah. Because, because I would just do random shit just off the wall and they could never figure out what was causing because all, all of these mental conditions that, that that we've got diagnosed nowadays weren't diagnosed back in the late 80s, no. early 90s. I mean, they had they hadn't even begun to under. It's, it's it's funny where we are in this quick amount of time because back then they barely even knew how the brain really functioned and, and, and to process all this. It was just. It, it was just be, everything psychological was basically a, a guess for a long time. And Chris just disappeared. <laughs> and, uh, and so um, it's, uh, it, it's, it's amazing to see where they are today though. Well, see, you uh, know, as, as, uh, Emily just said, you know, about Valium, you know, she takes it prescribed and whatnot. I used to also, but I got into a real bad amount um, of depression. And uh, this was right after my mom died. Um, I think it was 2013 when this happened. Might have been early 2014. But my sister had been living with us and and we would be arguing, be complaining at me about Emily. Emily would be complaining to me about her. And I was like stuck in the middle. Right. And, you know, I just decided to say, fuck it, took the whole bottle of the damn things. Wow. Hold that thought right there. Let me let me bring y'all back up in order again. Hold on. As Chris, I, Chris, I, happened. I knew it wasn't too far ago, but, but yeah, I well, died twice that day. You died twice? That day. Wow. Once all the way to the hospital, I got to the hospital. Steve, let me let me ask you, man. And I caught to because and if you if you don't want to talk about it here, just dude, I mean, you, you kind of speak what you're thinking anyway. I'm not even going to say it. Um, if uh, a lot of people have been down that road, man, and a lot of people and, and I can. Um, I can identify with it, with what got you to that point for sure. Um, 
what what all I've gotten a hold of you, man. I mean, it's sometimes we, you know, as we know, it's it's. It, I, I'll ask because I think a lot of people can under identify with you if you want to answer. As I said, you know, there's a period in time from the time I was nine to the time I was fourteen. I'm not going to or part of that period of time. I will not discuss. Right. It's something that only myself, Emily, and a select few people take in and know about my life. Okay. Okay. Fair um, but that also led me into the old drugs and alcohol and what have you also. Yeah. But um, after my mom died, that was the last person I had. You know, so I, didn't have grandma, I didn't have my grandma. I didn't, didn't have any aunts and uncles on my dad's side. My aunts and uncles, well, my uncles on my mom's side don't talk to me, partly, unless I call them. And my brother and my sister don't talk to me unless they need something. Usually, it's got to do with money. Right. Um, now, so that was your breaking point, you, you might as well yeah. say? that That's what it was? I mean, I've, I've had that. And, I, and I'm pretty sure a lot of us who, uh, who uh, I'm, I mean, all of us, I should say, has had a breaking point. Dirty. And, uh, yeah, I think I think everybody's been there, and there and there's a lot of people that have been there to that severity, and you know it's just I think life has always been like that a good bit because um, you know I, I mean you know mentally we've evolved, but at the same time we're the same way. People just got put away in, in a big concrete building up until recent times. You know it was like oops, you're done. You know, uh, volume and, and it's what they called in the 60s, mother's little helpers came along and that kind of changed things a little bit. But then the more serious stuff and some, uh, things on the far end of the spectrum were still rampant. You know, people were still put away, and, and, you know, just to send them to the house over there. And, and thankfully, things are, started to change. And um, People are more people are getting the help they need these days and getting it, it's the stigma is is slowly, slowly um, stepping back. And, and if there's I, I think if there's a positive thing that could ever come out of some crazy ass person or 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 problem uh, uh, oriented child that brings a gun into a school and stuff. I, I think at least, the, at least if you could ever look at that with a positive light, it's the fact that it's taken the stigma away from from people with, uh, um, you know, that, that that have problems, mental disorders, and, and um, need to talk. Um, because sometimes that's the hardest thing to do is talk. You're so locked up in yourself, it's not even front of mind to talk. Oh, I, I agree with that completely. It's called putting a boot up my ass and what for her back in September of last year, you know, putting the ultimatum down, I'd probably, I'd probably be drunk right now to be quite honest. And Steve, I want to highly applaud you for that, man. Cause everyone, well, I know I was present and, 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 um, and, and you were in, in my relative daily life when, when you, put that down and brother i have not seen you blink since then i don't know what the camera what happens when the camera's off but look where you are i'm sure there's some emotional uh attachment to that some fits that were be had but man look anxiety is a big issue and that's uh what i use the uh the alcohol for 
Right. And that's what they're finding out now too, is, 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 uh, is I read a study where it, it everybody's anxiety disorders and, and everything on that spectrum started to vastly be discovered, started being discovered in the late nineties. You want to know why? The mom movement, you know, DUIs, drinking and driving became a, not a good thing to be doing. And so as people drop the bottle, the reason that they were drinking kind of surfaces mm -hmm. um, because it's, it's very easy for it to happen. Anything that, that, that can change your attitude and get you out of the moment, get you out of your head for a second, makes you feel good. Um, and if you don't know of other ways and the first thing you discover that helps you do it is, is the bottle. Shit. Oh. Yeah. You're going to stick yeah. with the bottle. Well, see, I had, you know, from an early age, as I say, you know, 14 is when I started drinking. Right. I was like, well, you know, this suppresses this or suppresses that. You know what I'm saying? And then yep. For that amount of time, you ain't got to worry about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're blocking everything that's hurtful that's in your life. Shit. And, and trying to just. Well, endorphins, endorphins blank out the receptors, man. So you're it, you're literally it, you're literally numb to to your to your uh, situations for a while. Uh, I mean, you can't can ask me when I was drinking. You know, I was uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. You know, one or two, maybe three. You know, I was good. But after I got past that third one, it it was, you know. No coming back. You were you were going for the ride. Well, it was that too, but it was you know what's going to set them off. Uh, oh yeah, asshole came out. Stevie Stevie uh, asshole well, came out. Well, not really. It all depends on the mood I, I was in when I started drinking. Right. Yeah. If I was in good mood when I started drinking. I was a lush. And if I started drinking in a bad mood, don't get yep. my way. Oh yeah, I mean. It, and, and drugs and stuff, I'll do that. Um, and the thing is, you know, mixing that with the medications I'm on, it just. You never knew what was going to happen for sure with all that. And, um, I mean, I know, I know, I, I, I know that, I know that area. And I'll tell you, um, that's the reason that I actually stopped drinking altogether when I was about 24. And I had a lot of, of, of anxiety issues. I, I mean, I was diagnosed, I would have been at the age of 30 with, uh, with OCD. And, um, and uh, I, I very quickly saw that alcohol numbed your thoughts of it and neutralized everything for a little while. But I also had the ability to look back and see that my, my, um, my father had a drink of wasn't bad, but it was chronic. He and uh, I, I just remember he and my mom getting in arguments about it for for a, a short span of time. But I remember him. And dude, I look oh. back and, and and somehow I don't know how I did it because I mean I I just I'm not saying I, I kept smoking weed stuff a lot, but I was like I th I think I'm I mean I was grew I was brewing beer back in the early '90s when it was first started becoming kind of a thing to do home things. Um, and, and my microbreweries actually started showing up here in Charleston in about 92, 93. They've been around for a while. Um, and uh, so I was in all that, and I very quickly figured out where my anxiety was happening and where it wasn't. I said, I, I need to do this for a little bit. <laughs> I, I can see where there's a, where there's a problem. Oh, yeah. I, I even saw with my, uh, with my dad, uh, when I first met my dad, of course, uh, 
uh, quite a few people know about it, but my dad was was hands down the biggest alcoholic I ever met. Mom. And when I met him, the first time I met him in 37 years, first time I ever met him, and mm. he was he was four hours late. He was drunker than a skunk. I had to carry him up the stairs when I first met him, and and, and that to me was a big eye opener of what alcohol does. And you can use the right or abuse it, of course, you know, but when someone chooses it over everything else, then you know, um, there's a time to stop in life. So I, yeah. you know, I, I see it. I understand. But well, Steve, see, I can, can uh, elaborate on what 365 said because I believe I was misdiagnosed many different times. Yeah, once as a kid, and then Most later on, um, you know, I was me and Emily got together in 2003. Um, so I say it's probably about 2005, 60s. You know, I started having. I guess you would call them bipolar tendencies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I went to go see a doctor and whatnot, you know, and I was diagnosed bipolar rapid cycler two, I think is what it was. Right. right. And then, you know, more on the um, manic side of it than I was the other side. I forget what the other side of it is. You were riding in the clouds more than you were digging in the dirt. Yeah. And the thing is, well, they had me on meds for that, but then they had me on meds for, for depression. Then they had me on meds for anxiety. Then they had me on they just med after med after med. And you, they gave I, you they gave you the cocktail. Yeah, you can't ask me. I was on so many different meds. Dude. Between that place and then the uh, pain clinic we used to go to, I'd be sitting here like this all the time. Right, cool. and you can't do, and that's all you can do. <laughs> no matter how hard you try, you're you're gonna yeah, you're gonna be and out. So and I, 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 uh, I I do I do want to ask. Let's, let's if you don't mind, uh, let's fast forward a little bit. So we, let's get you into a happier place of life. You you went to mechanicking, right? Hey, Chris, you, Chris, you suck a robot, dude. Yeah, say it again, Chris. I said, let's fast forward a little bit, if you don't mind. And uh, you were a mechanicing, right? Is he going again, Steve? He's going on me. Can you hear me? Now we do. Yeah, now we do. Me now. Now. All right, what about now? You're good. All right. So let's fast forward a little bit, if you don't mind, and let's talk about something positive. Mechanicing. You love mechanicing. How long were you in that for? Um, about twenty-five years. Twenty-five years. That's a long dedication to a certain to an industry, man. It is. Yeah, starting off as a kid and growing up, you know, would just get my feet wet. Then getting into adulthood when I was 18 years old is when I got my first job at, no. I was, uh, my son was th three, two. He was two. 
So that would put me at 21, 20, 22 years old of age. I got my first job at a garage as a tire tech. You know, change your tire, change your pole, you know, stuff of that nature. A lot of people start there. Because I, had, because I hadn't gone to school for my second two years of school to get my degrees, or which I never did finish college, but I did get my ASEs in certain fields through an oil change company, which y'all probably right. know, which is called uh, Jiffy Lube. You, okay, you, know, they, yeah. you get your ASEs and well now it's all kind of shit but back then it was um, AC uh, radiators transmission fluid exchanges stuff of that nature and uh, after that you know I um, went up there and proceeded to go to other garages tire discounters mainly and then that's when I hurt my back and um, had to, to quit working um that field for some fact i can't lift i can't lift the heavy wheels i can't be like this all day long you know so i had to uh quit working on cars now i still oh, do it you've got so much pressure if, uh, yeah well staying on my feet you know like this right, your neck, right. i mean it hurts your low back that's my issue my low back that was before my shoulder incident gotcha wow and, uh, <laughs> And so I quit doing that, and then from there, you know, periodically in between mechanic jobs, I would do security, or I would work as a cook. And you, okay. uh, man, I've watched you whip up some stuff, and I, I can tell you've done some cooking before. Well, see, my dad was a, a, a college-trained French chef. Awesome. He went for four years on a GI Bill to for become a, a French chef, got out of, of school, couldn't find a job, so he went and became an insurance salesman. Now he taught you how to cook quite a bit, I take it. I was in the that kitchen was... Sunday watching my dad cook. Oh, wow. So it was a passion. Now, would you say cooking is your passion? I love cooking um, more in the, the wintertime. Well, Mainly time I have to cook, but now since they come out with these new fake finagle devices, you know the ninja pots and the insta this and that. I, I don't fool with those. Every once in a while, I you know, I'll make a, a old fashioned uh, meal, you know, like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, or the big day or the big times I cook. Um, and uh, when I have time during the season. I love growing up. Well, man, that, cooking out. That, that meal you cooked a couple days ago was pretty good, I might add. That you filmed, that was a, that was a pretty mean meal. Yeah, uh, uh, hand-cut uh, breadless pork chops. Yes. Uh, I did not know you were, uh, your father was into the uh, culinary arts until just now. Which is yeah. cool. Well, see, my uh, grandpa I mean, was also a cook when he served in the army. Okay. And, you know, my grandpa served in World War II. Did he do hand-to-hand -hand combat? No. But he was still over there behind scenes, making sure all of our troops and allied groups and whatnot were fed. Right, right. And is this about the time that you started to uh, 
get into lawn care? I mean, how did you get into lawn care out of curiosity? Is it just because it's something you've done in the past and you went to it? Or is this something uh, that you just sat down and thought about? What can I do since my back is hurt? I've always had a passion, you know, for working outside. And I hate having somebody tell me what to do anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I didn't start the whole company part of it to about six. This is my sixth season coming up. And, um, but beforehand, you know, I would help her dad out with cutting grass and, you know, a few others around here, you know, for basically for beer money. And, um, but once I hurt my back, that's when I really, you know, once I was able to get back out and do stuff. Um, that's when, you know, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start cutting grass for a living. Started off with a push mower. And that was just it. I just had a push mower. And then, um, and then, you know, when Emily's mom and dad got divorced, you know, I got all of his lawn equipment. It was a mower, weed eater, blower. It was one of those expandable uh, tour weed eaters, which had the uh, weed eater head, the pole saw, uh, cultivator, the blower, and all that stuff. And that's when I started expanding. Oh, so you got hooked up, and that's when you're like, hey, i got good equipment so, now. Uh, I can you know, move it. You saw opportunity. That's that's cool. You know, you, yeah. you, seized, you seized the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also got the picture on my phone of my first ever commercial piece of equipment. Commercial. And I paid $600 for this thing. Hey, Chris, here we go. I'm- we're going to learn something right here. I was about to say, hey, man, don't show it too close, because I can't blow you up with just one person. I don't know how, but, well, we've got the wizard right here to tell me how. You just click on the uh, on my name. There's a, a, a little up in the left corner. There's a little box. You click it, and it'll blow me up. Okay. That one. Is, oh, oh so look at look at, There you go. Whoa. But, but that there was my first ever uh, piece of commercial equipment. So what is Is that, that? a Let's Go? No, it's a buyer's gold. Okay. Buyer's gold. That was a 36-inch buyer's gold that I paid $600 for. Well, actually, I worked it off. But it was hey, $600. Pride and ownership. So. And, and I used that, I think, for a year and a half before um, I think the transmission went out on it. Right. So here's an important question that we all, and I mean all of us, have wanted to know. So let's fast forward now to StreamYard when you started getting a part of the whole uh, DLT lawn care. You were on yeah. his grow stream. Yeah. We all know about that. Fast forward. Yeah. Now when you you broke off um, and, and your wife, Miss Emily, had uh, sat there, what was the decision for you to, to make the old squirrely-whirly Kool-Aid house? What was that What's about? The squirrely, squirrely part of it, I will give props to Big Mo on this. Um, when he did the uh, the uh, top 10 of 2019, yep. <laughs> um, that clip that I was in from a different parody of the, uh, it's when he did the parody of the, uh, Ninja cookout. And but when he 
put that clip as top three, that's when I I made the, the decision to go on with the squirrely whirly. Okay, so what about before then? I mean, just let's let's go let's step it back a little bit. When you when you split away from Shane for that whole deal, um, and you and Emily were sitting there, how did you guys come up with the platform you got now to work right now? Um that's just base basically been a day by day, to be honest. I mean, yeah, uh, StreamYard's a big part of it, and we all know that. And I wouldn't know anything about StreamYard, but wouldn't have been for, for mixed mowers. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mick is the one that talked me through on how to he was get it set up, get it going. And then from there, you know, I've had a bunch of people, you guys, and a bunch of other people that keeps asking me, you know, how do you set it up, how you set it up, how you set it up. So, you know, and to be honest, I like this better than a mono screen stream. Yes, much better. Yeah. I mean, did you call Mick up and be like, hey, I'm going to open up StreamYard? Or, I mean, that, I mean, well, I, I guess um, I'm not asking the right question. I was trying to yeah, open it up. Liberty. I just, I, I was trying to open it up and um, couldn't figure it out. So I, Got on the mix stream one day, and he walked me. He he told me the steps I needed to do. I wrote all that down, and then that night is when I started Streamyard, and that was I don't know. It was a couple months before the split. Oh, so um, you've been doing Streamyard before the split? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, because when all that split happened, I actually. Uh, contacted him while they were they were live and uh remember mama went all freaking berserk on shane i mean in the live well i do remember that but i didn't know that they had had it prior to that i guess yeah, i wasn't I uh oh yeah um i, I didn't no, know that no 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 it was about a month prior that i started okay. doing the stream yard about a month prior and um whatnot and then from there, you know, when the split happened is when I decided, as as Emily just said, you know, just make a place for everybody, not just this side, that side, whatever, for, for everybody, anybody can come in. If they got a problem that, that they want to talk about or whatever, we are all there to give them support and help them or try our best to help them to get work through the problem or problems in which that they're having. Right. Right. Do you, uh, do you, where, where do you, you and miss, uh, Emily, are you guys real happy with the platform you got today? Are there things? Oh, yeah, that- I, I love the way that this is going. I didn't have any, I didn't dream of it getting to be where it's at now. Dude, you literally, you and Mama literally <laughs> just created the nucleus of, of everything. I mean, everybody in lawn care has, um, I mean, that that's in the immediate broad circle because there's other circles out there, but still, they've all tiptoed in here at least to say hello. And imagine there has and been no damn drama. As Ellen said to back up, um, it was actually about. To begin with, it, it was a, about my sobriety. Okay, all right. 
to begin with. But that's when I was still in with Shane and all that. That was back in September. I think it was about. I think I'd done like three or four sh shows, maybe five. Um, I can I can I can verify that. I mean, when you first started out, when y'all was that the bedroom that y'all were in, where your desk was in there and stuff. Yeah, you you go to the little fridge and, and, and grab some beers. That's for sure. I mean, I, it was noticeable. I can tell you that. Now, did you do you feel this platform has helped with your sobriety? I mean, do you feel like this was your this is how I could keep my mind off of this stuff? This is what's keeping me going, despite all the drama crap and all what's going on. But I mean, the the, the interaction with what you have on your platform. Do you, do you feel like this has been a big help, a big blessing for you? Um, sorry, I, I was reading deputies, but she just put up there. Repeat that again, Chris. Do you feel like your platform has been a big blessing for you as far as your sobriety is concerned on, on working through it and helping you work through it with your platform? Oh yeah. It's just not, you know, the people I have come, come in here, you know, I've, I've got uh, quite a few friends. That's all my, uh, uh subscriber count i guess you could could, could call it that are from uh, uh tree trimmer stuff and from our life fishing stuff which is hats up there i don't have it on today but um i like island life fishing it's a good channel uh, island life fishing has been a big supporter of me also he could he he contacts me about once a week through um uh, uh twitter asking how i'm doing and whatnot Right. And uh, so on and so forth. But uh, if it wouldn't have been for them, and I will give props to Float, Mac, uh, Max Lawn Service, Wild Bill, um, Tactical, and there's somebody else I'm forgetting. But I'd sat and talked with them guys, you know, out in the kitchen, to be honest, through uh, Instagram chat until like five o'clock in the morning. Yes, I say now I'll get to it. Um and that was on the the evening of September fifteenth into September sixteenth. The overnight part there. Okay. And that's when, you know, I started this this whole sobriety uh journey. And um, what have you? Well, and, Steve, uh, we're all proud of you. That's for sure, man. Because have the, have there been any any setbacks? I'm sure there's been moments where you've been like, "Holy crap! Where's the can? Where's the bottle?" I'll admit there's been a couple. You know, especially with this last month with all the stress of everything going 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 on. But you know, it would be. It was just a couple times, and not well, Steve. Who gives a shit what we say? I'll, I'll put it to you this way: uh, the woman that put the ultimatum down on your ass is proud of you. So there you go, man. Uh, yes. Hats off to you. Yeah, and Steve, just note this, and I could probably speak for everybody who's watching and then some. Your channel, you yourself as an individual, even your wife, you guys have been nothing but a blessing. Uh, a true blessing to be a part of because you, you have brought 
a lot of light out there. You have brought so many people together in a platform that nobody knew existed until uh, even Mix Mowers. Yeah, he, he does his, and and I give him props, man. He's a good channel and he has stuff. But I'm talking about an art uh, world where we knew really nothing about this. We knew nothing about Streamyard until you showed up with it. Um, or at least I didn't. Um, or the platform you can put multiple people on, for that matter. Uh, Dirty and I knew that we couldn't even do this when we were even, you know, we were talking about our journey with what we got going on here. Yep. And you have made, you have opened the doorway for so many people to come together and, and be a family, even though they're thousands and thousands of thousands of miles apart. Yes, yeah, Steve, you're you're the, you're the direct you're the direct idea behind this whole damn show because the problem was when Chris and I back when we're thinking about uh just collabing uh if 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 anything a little bit on, on some sort of uh podcast thing and we were like i i was churning i was like how in the hell um without having to figure out a way to get stuff to chris or chris go get something and find someone to, to set it up you know how do we get how do we record a vlog and it, it it's never as good uh, uh recording over each other for a vlog to put together than it is when you are together uh the the um the ambiance is absent and so um it was funny. It immediately came. I was like, holy shit, if we just do this and then we download it, separate the audio, we've got a vlog and a podcast. And that's because of you, man. Uh, and and Jess, Jesse's doing it that way now. And, and, and uh, you I know, Ben would have the opportunity. Yeah. I, I just put the, the, the bug in everybody's ear and they run with that. Plant the seed, let the tree sprout. Well, yes, and that's what we're getting at, man. And that's the reason why we, we love the Kool-Aid house so very much. I mean, I understand you, uh, you don't like hearing the props or whatnot, but, man, let's, let's give it to you where it's due and owed. Mix Mowers planted a seed to you, said, hey, and you had the idea, and you brought it over here to this community or even these YouTube platforms, and we made notice of it. And so, but we just keep migrating back to your platform every night. Yeah, and, and Steve, I know exactly why you don't want to hear the accolades. It's because you don't know how to respond to them. And that's okay. You don't have to say shit, man. <laughs> We're going to give them to you anyway. It just is keep twirling. We know you're humble enough to not take it, you know, as and be arrogant about it. So we're going to throw them at you anyway. Right. Let me ask the question a little ways up, a little ways back. You know, How about, did you meet? Uh, uh, how we did we meet? Uh, be honest, I had just gotten out of jail, you know, for drinking and driving, stupid shit. And, um, you know, I wasn't out for, I don't know, maybe a, six months or so, maybe a year, about a year. And, um, well, I was on, uh, AOL, that's back when a AOL was a big thing. Oh man, that's old. You've got mail. Yeah. <laughs> Wait five minutes. The chat room, and uh, and Emily, you know, started talking in the chat room, and then we started talking you know, via instant message. And within a couple of weeks, you know, we was living together, and it, it's from there it's history. Wow! Wow! Uh, where did you guys? Uh, did you guys? Uh, did you guys live in the same area? Area? Uh, about. 
20, 25 minutes apart. Close I, I, I was living enough. with my mom in a not so good part of town. The ghetto, to be precise. You were street. Uh, I've seen multiple people killed out in front of her house because of drug issues. And she lived across town in a really nice area of town. So, but yes, Andrew, it was through uh, AOL. Not instant, man. It's instant messenger, but it's AOL. And, and yeah. That's back when dial up, dial up had 15, 15 minutes, minutes to dial up. Dial up. Well, hey, Chris, your, your feedback, your gain is strong. You're echoing everybody. Um, I didn't have a, a dial up. Um, I, I, I actually had what, what was called Roadrunner, which was our local uh, uh, cables uh, DSO. Yeah, I think yeah, Roadrunner. Road, road, Roadrunner was a national place, or, or, or uh, Time Warner Cable Incorporated company. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it was through Time Time Warner Cable, which is now Spectrum. Yeah, that's what we've got Spectrum here. It's, it's our only option, actually. Uh, well, there's Verizon, but I mean, we use that on our phone, and so we we actually guess guess you could say we have both. Yeah, I remember dial-up when uh, it was, and when I was in the school for the blind, and they let us use the computer to. Message Brother, I can remember when you actually took the handset and put it into another piece. Oh <laughs> man, yeah, that was that is yeah. back in the day. I got both y'all beat on that. I can remember yeah, yeah. when when you took, I mean, when when all this shit first started, when not really the only thing mass produced was a Mac. Um, they were in our schools, and you know, and, and it was a whole different ball game to get online. For, I mean, you actually you you, you gave the phone and your phone talk to another phone, or or board. Wow, so, that is old school, dude. But yeah, but that's how we met. Yeah, we've had our, our trials and and tribulations and whatnot. We didn't get married hey, until um um. 2017, no, maybe three years come March, and um, no, now we've been married, but we've been together since 2003. Wow, you two have a really good uh, dynamic with each other, even on the uh, the stream. Uh, I mean, we all know who wears the pants in the family. Yeah, we've all we could all uh, see that she's never been afraid to beat your ass. That is <laughs> But she's a, she's definitely been a good woman for you and for someone to really push you where you need to be pushed. It's a, definitely a, where props are, are there, you know. So, um, yeah, I'm to say Lonscape's just come in. I want to say hi to him. Yeah. Just starting to get to know him pretty good. I like him. Uh, Mama said, let's see if he remembers. Remembers what? Who made who made up a story about you, Steve? Uh, when we got married. Okay. Oh, that would make sense. How'd he do, Mama? Did he pass? Is he gonna get his ass beat for that 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 uh, answer? <laughs> you gonna are you are you gonna duct tape him down on the floor and let Kayla scream in his ear for an hour and a half? We're gonna do here. <laughs> but you know, as I'm 
as I say, every night, if it wasn't for you guys coming into to my streams, I wouldn't. I, I, I probably would have ended them the night of the 25th of, of, of November. Wow. I, I, I could I could see that. Steve, the funny thing is, is it, all this shit happens for a reason. Wouldn't you agree, Chris? Yes, 110%. I mean, I, I could tell you that Dirty and I, never in a million years would I have ever had a conversation with him uh, on a lawn care platform that resulted in here we are today. Or nor could I ever remember. And I remember the first time I ever got onto uh, the Whirly Squirly Kool-Aid house. And that was the night of the big blow up. And that was the first time I, I, I just randomly stumbled upon it because, well, of course, you know, everybody's going to grow, go towards drama. And I saw it and I was like, wow, what's going on here? And, uh, you know, here we are today. It's just everything is there for a reason. Everything happens. So it's, it's perfectly placed as imperfect as it is. Yeah. Yep. I think we're going to leave that comment up for the rest of the night. <laughs> what does it say? It says, we all know Steve likes getting his butt whooped. That's why he keeps having Mama Whirly do it. That is true. Steve, are there, uh, are there other comments and questions? Do you guys, anybody down in the chat have anything you want to talk to Steve about? He's here. Ask I mean, if you have a question, ask it, you know. I'll do as I said last night. Well, know, Steve, I got one. Where do you see your? I mean, and you and I discussed this before, but I can't help but ask it again here. Obviously, um, you know where where do um, where do you where do you see the your business in in this year and three years and five years? Let's just leave them at those for now. I mean, are you wanting to be the? Uh, the lean and mean one guy machine or, or are you just, are you going to try to do more than just you? I'm glad you brought that up. That other dude, Steve, that, that was here last night. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to bring him on this season. Okay. And, uh, see, you know, for, you know, I, I have a trial period of eight weeks. And if they showed me that, that they'll work, then they'll say, if not, then I'll, I'll move on. Well, part ways, then I'll move on. Um, last year, the other dude, uh, James uh, Tackett, that you guys see come in my stream last night, was helping me, but I can't depend on him. I need somebody who's going to be, be dependable because... You know, I have a lot of high-end clients. You know, won't say high-end, high-end, but they're higher-end than majority. Steve, I've seen, I've seen some of those properties, and they're very nice. <laughs> yes, you do. Tomorrow, I've got to go do the mansion prop property. Let's if the guy gets back to him. That's why I keep checking my phone. Because um, he contacted me and wanted me to do the spring cleanup. It's... Yeah, it's still 56 degrees here at 9 o'clock. It was you know, 73 today. So it's about to say tomorrow it's supposed to be up near 70. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it, wow, it's only supposed to be like 60 here. I guess the cold front's moving here. And the damn 49ers are up 20 to 10. I mean, I didn't give, really give a shit about this one. I kind of like the, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, but 
I didn't give a shit about this one until I see that the Chiefs are losing. Damn it. I know, right? But with this other kid, you know, he was in the service and whatnot. And um, I like to call him a kid because he's only 22. So um, that's why, you know, I'm going to give him a shot. You know, last two times I, I told him to be here at, at a certain time. He was here at that time. Actually, early the last time. Well, you know what they say, if you're early, you're on time, and if you're on time, you're late. Yep. So I told him, you know, once the season gets up and going, that I usually start, I want to be out of my house by 7.30 on most days. You know, because I'm going to want to uh, try to, to get um, some some more yards this year, too. And as I told him, you know, here a couple, couple, couple weeks, we're going to go pound pounds of pavement, try to drum up some business in the bigger areas. We're going to have bigger yards and whatnot. Okay. And so, but probably tomorrow we'll, we'll start my season. And hopefully after that one, I'll get a few other calls to uh, um, start doing cleanups. So you're looking to grow then? From what I'm sound hearing, yeah, right? I, I would like to grow fifteen percent, maybe twenty percent. Wow, that's a, nothing it's, really huge. Well, I mean, you got what seventy-seven yards? You said, know what you said? Sixty-five, sixty-five to seventy, but a few of them I'm dropping, and after I figured up, um, everything last night about four o'clock this this morning. To be honest. I'll sit down here with Lombard Man. And, uh, I'm, oh, man. Straight up, I've got 65 yards after dropping a few yards. And so I would like to get up to about the 75, maybe 80 max. Wow. That's good. So, what were you laughing there, Dirty? Oh, it's funny. I one love is over here. He's typing crazy shit, and I can't help not to post it. And he knows he probably knows that I will. I can't resist, no matter how how serious this show is. He, he first said, "I love the beaches." Next one said, "Big, small, perky. I love them all." And right as I posted this up, <laughs> Stephen goes, "I like you know, it's like a big, medium-sized yard. It's almost perfect." And it was it was in direct correlation with that going up on the on the uh, <laughs> panel. And I about shit myself <laughs> trying not to laugh. It was perfect timing. <laughs> it's just it's by happenstance. That is that is great. I'm a. Uh... Wow, do you uh, do you see yourself? Uh, and you were also talking about getting a new mower this year. Are you still in the project of doing that? Uh, or I need to contact that guy and see what the hell's going 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 on with that John Deere, which is a, a high end residential, low end commercial. So it's it's it'd be something that's new to you that somebody oh, it, has. It's only oh. got two hours on it. Oh, and that's I'll right. You and I talked about that. I remember that. I remember that. And I'll put an hour and a half of that on it myself. So. Is um, it a walk behind or sit down or what? Turn with some nice big meaty tires on it, which would be great for, for the hills I do and whatnot. Okay. Well, that's awesome. But it's got the uh, fabricated deck, unlike my husband, which has got the, uh, the stamp deck. It's a seven-gauge steel deck versus a, I think it's 15-gauge steel that's that's on the Husqvarna. I mean, 
for dollars and cents, they're both the same price mowers. I think the John Deere is a little bit better mower because of the the structure that is built under versus my husband. Right. Right. And and I also know um um Cruz is also looking to um Frankenstein me up a, a sixty inch also. Well that's awesome. That man. would and be that's cool. one thing and Steve, I want that's, to say. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. No, uh, I mean that's and that's one thing I want to say about this the, the community or even the lawn care that's industry is man people helping everybody out there's no questions asked it's not selfishness it's selflessness it's It's amazing what's come around here recently man i mean just in the past five months or so you're you're, it's exactly what i was going to say everyone is is uh i mean 99.9 percent anyway we know that we know what the other (laughs) we know the other part um it it just it it is um everyone is wanting to get to know everybody meet go hang out i mean look i mean it's already happened you know what hang out with y'all and you and i should Mm -hmm. say and um and i um hopefully i'm going to be able to meet uh stacy lawn commander um uh, Carl and his wife from Happy's, and uh, pro- hopefully Andrew, because he's in that area. Um, and another one, Niche Gardens, which is uh, Niche, however you want to say it, is um, they're all in the the Greenville, Spartanburg, Asheville kind of trifecta there, and um, and and they're all kind of on the way to um, the Mountain House. And it, I I hope to catch them all, especially like Stacy and and. Uh, and Carl, what's Carl's wife's name? I can't spit it out right now from Happy's Lawn Care. Uh, anyway. I just know his boss. Yeah, yeah, boss. I, mean, I, <laughs> I just know boss. his boss. They're all just, they're literally all just down the hill from the house. So um, I really want to get up there. And then, I'd, you know, and, and then he'll have to work and get up to, to Ohio. I think that's a whole nother visit now these days. Um, and, and, and visit all you Ohioans and maybe hit, um, it's some others uh, along the way, uh, like Rick, and then Georgia. Holy cow, that's a whole mindset. Matter of fact, Ray, somebody just—I uh, got a job for a pressure wash job on a house renovation, an old home down the street from somebody from Roswell. Just um, just moved here, or actually, they're gonna split their time between there and here. And uh, it's uh, it's it's just amazing how much everyone's trying to help and want to communicate and want to get to know and hang out and chill. And I think it's all, you don't get that far with somebody without wanting to hang from hanging out in the Kool-Aid house, man. It, you get to know everybody. You're like, man, I'd really like to sit down and, and, and drink some Kool-Aid with that dude in person or that chick or whatever. It's uh, and we're, we're definitely not talking about the type of Kool-Aid where you don't wake up from. We're talking about the good kind. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're talking about the genuine stuff. It's uh Guys, uh, I got five, six people here in the state of Ohio. There's Drew. There's Jim. That's up in, in um, a Medina, Ohio. You know, uh, One Love is about two and a half hours north of me. Um. Then there's a. Uh, 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 Black Fork, which is 45, 50 minutes north of me, up 75. And um, and the same with uh, Sloan. He's just up the road for me. And, uh, That's right. He is right over there. He's right between you and, and, and Jackass. 
and I would love to meet Sloan one day. I like no, his channel. Uh, so love is right next to Jackass. Oh, it is? Okay. I knew he was close. <laughs> and, and also, you know, I can't forget Spencer's. I would love to go up there and hang out with Spencer and pick his brain for a day. Yeah. Yeah, there, yeah. there's so many people, in it, and it's funny. I mean, Oklahoma, Georgia, uh, and, and Ohio, specifically Southern Ohio, man, y'all have got a large presence on this social media um, as far as lawn land is concerned. A lot of people well, from those three areas. Well, there's TAC, too, but TAC, you know, I've sent him texts and whatnot. He just hasn't responded to me. I don't know if he's ignored me, if he's... No, I can I promise you now, to... he's ignoring everyone because he was in, he he was in one of you know whose streams recently, very very recently. So it is what it is, Joe. I'm not pressed about the whole YouTube thing. As I keep saying, I'll reiterate this again: if I grow, I grow. If I get to a thousand, I get to a thousand. But hey, my next lemons. goal is to get to five hundred. When I do get to five hundred. I'm doing a little small giveaway of some some little trinkety shit, and um, I haven't talked with Emily about this, but if she's cool with it, there'll be a big prize of a $25 gift card to probably Amazon or whatever. Can I win? (laughs) That would be picked computer uh, generated. Well, I just if anything's rigged, I just want to throw that out there. (laughs) Wait, can we be a moderator on your channel and win something? <laughs> there will hey, be rape between now and then. Ray, I just somebody crazy. really posting that they, to do that job for ten to twelve grand. <laughs> they're so full of shit. They're they're awfully. I mean, that's that's runny. That's that's like diarrhea mouth coming at you with those numbers. If anybody watch Ray's video? He's demoing an area and just wondering what prices should be and stuff. And that's that's just lunacy numbers right there. Sorry, just keeping up with some of the crazy people in the chat. You know this room, the Kool Aid House is 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 in the the uh, the, the blind the dirty, dirty blind squirly. house. Yes, yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the <laughs> blind dirty squirly. Yeah. The next time that Emily and Kaylee goes up to Columbus, I'm probably just gonna go up with them and get a hold of one love because he said you know that he'd meet us halfway. But if we're gonna be up there anyway, what's the sense of him coming coming down this way? You, you heard that I mean? one, love. The squirrely whirly's coming to see you, man. I, I, I've got his phone number. I'll, when that would come about, I'd give him a call a couple days before. Man, that's that's awesome. Is there is there any questions anybody asking? No, there. Uh, Steve, you know, uh, he. It's funny because before before I can even really click on him. And tonight, I, you know, it's uh, it, I've, I've been able to uh, focus a lot more. And um, actually, since you're kind of taking a wheel, I can look a whole lot more. And um, it, it's Steve is just as quick because he's so damn used to doing it. We don't have to feed him to him. <laughs> no, we got the we got the Godfather in the lawn care community in the stream yard yeah. over here. Right, yeah, just like Father. Right when I see it, he goes to you know, and it's funny he can still keep up with all this and tell Emily I'm getting to it. You know, <laughs> I cracked up with that a minute ago. I was about to click on it, and there he goes. Right, uh, hit me up on Instagram or come into my stream here. Once we're done here, and we'll discuss that a little bit later on. 
What happened? Uh, Longscape said that he can, he's got a boss salt spreader that he can give me to put in the uh, giveaway. Oh. oh, that's awesome. Cool. And also, guys, everybody out there in this chat, you guys need to definitely, if you guys are new to this channel, to check out the Squirrely Whirly live show. It's on seven days a week. Unless I'm sick. Yeah. I'll, I'll still make a phone call. And, and Mama's been doing really good at stepping in for you, though, then, too. Yes. You know, it's, yes, it's she uh, has. It, you know, and I think Chris had something to do with that because he's, <laughs> you're going to go live? What, Mom? Get up. Come on. Mom, make that my channel name, you know, and make another one just for, uh, well, I don't know, I'll just keep, keep, keep it all the same. Well, Chris has become <laughs> y'all's kid. Man. I mean, he, he's y'all Stewie. Mom, mom, mom. Live. Um, um. I get excited I when I get on there. Is you know going from uh 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 Whirly Lawn Services to Squirrely Whirly Kool Aid House as my uh, YouTube name. It's fitting. It's extremely fitting. It really, really is. Um, and and everybody's just beginning to wait, ride the wave of of all this, and and um, I mean. It's kind of cool because everyone around this was kind of, you know, you've been able to do shit like this on Facebook forever, but Facebook is nowhere near the platform that, that this is. And even Instagram has gotten to get in the game. Heavily. I think Facebook is taking it towards Instagram a lot more than they wanted on Facebook itself. Um, yeah. We know Facebook owns Instagram. And so it, it's at the very beginning. You know, we're already kind of settled in and along for the ride. That's kind of cool, actually. It's not many times that that's something that you know is going to get this much massive attention that you can say, "Oh shit, man!" This whole swirly whirly show me that back at you know, <clears throat> back in whatever. Um, but yeah, well, yeah, you know, I got I got to make up my mind, you know, what the name's going to be before um, springtime comes around because they were were revitaling my trailer. And uh, okay, maybe you should get a vote. On your panel or, or vote on your YouTube hey, channel, and and make a video. If y'all know, know anybody that does vinyl work, uh, you know, maybe you can give Steve an estimate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I might know somebody that does a pretty good job. Somebody, somebody in here does vinyl work. Who in the hell is it? I can't remember. We have to get her up on here and interview her sometime. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, I remember it being a woman. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe we should track her down. That'd be a great idea. Be, that would be awesome, you know, uh, a little plug for somebody if they, if they, you know, if we could remember who it was. Oh, man. Hey, Steve, you remember her name? I, I can't remember her name. You remember her name? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I stream every once in a while. You see her every once in a while? Uh, <laughs> if we yes, see a frying pan... I've seen her pop in and out of some live streams. I just can't pull the name up. Oh, wait. It's Mama. Yeah. There she is. Damn. I knew I'd seen the name before. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. Hey, Steve, duck. Duck, you're getting a frying pan across your head. <laughs> Move. Uh, uh, they're made of aluminum. They don't hurt that bad. Oh, you hear that, Mama? You need to up your game. I got, I literally, I've got like 10 cast iron pots. I'll send you a couple just to break him in. 
She's got, you could throw Steve under the Kool-Aid bus or somebody else saying something. Hashtag FedEx. Um, um, back in the day, you remember the, the big, long, thick wooden spoons? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, you hung on the wall? Yeah, I can't tell you how many of those I had broken across the back of my head. <laughs> One could only imagine. I'm just throwing that out there. Hmm? That's funny. Yeah. I got a question, Steve. Are you going live? Are you going live yet? What time are you start your live? I'm asking you. I'm asking for a friend of the goats of Oklahoma. There you go. Hey. I just got to like be entertained. Goats. And when I don't have the Kool-Aid house and I get tired of seeing all the rant and raving of all the drama, I got to get somewhere to decompress. And that's honestly the reason why I come to your channel a lot because it's so nice to be amongst friends. And, Everybody and family. Yeah, and you just come here and you really just kind of get a lot of stuff off your chest or you're joking and hanging out, just having fun because you're tired of all the, the bullshit that you see on other platforms all the time. And I'm not saying every platform is like that, but when you see it and you hear it day in and day out all the time and you get worked up about it, you just got to find a place to decompress. And then literally, that's where I go. I, I come to your stream, your channel to decompress. And I imagine a ton of other people out there in, in this uh, platform or community does the same thing. They come to the Whirly Squirly Kool-Aid house to really just decompress and get their mind off of other stuff other than what's going on. Yeah. I said no scripts, no hate, no drama. All love. Yeah. There you go. And, well, that, should be, and, and that should be a banner. And there's no, there's no set agenda either, man. It's just like it literally is like walking in to a, 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 a house that's full of a, a large family, you know, and, and some people have beat you home. You know, you come home with some people are on the couch. You just plop down there with them and start telling about your day or, you know, ran about somebody that's driven you crazy all day or talk about the fun you had at Disney World or Christmas shopping or you know, what lawnmower you're getting next, uh, what date you're going on next, why it's freezing cold and the ponds are frozen over outside, why there's no snow, why there is a bunch of snow. It's, it, I can, as long as I can get a breath go, I could give up a topic that I've heard and keep going after that. It just, it, it is what it is. And the amazing thing here, and it still gets jumbled up some, um, but you can't stop that, is the funny thing is, is, Steve, you're the only place that can operate a full panel like that. And it's because everybody has gotten to know each other so well that you can have six people up there and hardly anyone now steps over the toes of the other one where it's all muffled shit. You can't hear what anybody's saying or understand it. Now you can. Everybody knows the cycle and how the microphone and, and, and speakers work to, for other people and people patiently kind of wait to say something. I agree 110% with you on that one, Dirty. See how that worked? Yeah. Now, <laughs> I can start my season up full swing probably about mid-morning. With the, the, the temperatures we're, the, that we're having, my yards are all, all already need to be cut. And it usually doesn't start growing until about April. I, I haven't... Yeah, it's it's and it's starting to happen more for y'all quicker than it is around here. We we have some February stuff because usually we have a lot of bulbs and I mean y'all do too. Uh, you know, like the tulip, poplar trees, the magnolias. You know, they're starting to bud heavily. Some azaleas are. Uh, so everything's about a you know about four to six weeks ahead of schedule. That scares me because man, I still swear that February and March, if we're going to wish to God we had this weather. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah, going to screw up a lot of stuff. Hey, guys, here's a shameless plug real quick. Everybody out there, hit that thumbs up button. Hit this like. Support nope. Steve. I want to hit the house. dislike button now, man. I want to get 500 dislikes on this, okay? 500. All right, everybody hit the dislike button. Everybody. I'm not kidding either. Slam the dislike button. It's funny because it does the same thing for the algorithms. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, who really cares? I bet you, you all are haters. I'll be hitting that thumbs down. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to I'm gonna put you on mute real quick So I'm going to go. Uh, my bladder is about to blow, guys. I told you to go to the bathroom before you went, before we came on. I mean, it's like a kid. See? See? Mom, mom, go live. Go live. Daddy, I got to pee. <laughs> That's what happens when you have a vasectomy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I've heard a lot of things happen. Or there's, and there's some things that don't happen. <laughs> yeah, I told oh, him. I got his balls out in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah, want to elaborate on that, you can. Yeah. What? <laughs> There's a practical joke coming up. Oh, man. He catches so much hell. Yep. Mr. Christie. Each dislike takes one like away. Well, shit on it. I mean, I don't, I don't care what my channel does. You know, it just it or, or this really. I mean, dislike dislike the hell out of it because it, it's kind of funny if you ask me. Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah. And I can, I bet you a thousand bucks that that's that's why uh, that's that's why Chris's blow up doll left left him because all all she ever heard is "Are we there yet?" <laughs> In other words, he didn't know if he was in or not. No, he keeps popping her ear. <laughs> He's in the wrong spot. Oh, man. It takes Chris longer now that he has to squat. Hold on, that flew by. There's like 10 comments that came in. <laughs> oh, my God. Where is that? Don't forget... <laughs> No, never mind. We're going to go to this one first. Oh, he's back. All right, everybody. Quit talking about him. He's back. Yeah, guess who's back? Back again. Blind guy's back. Matt, I mean, Chris. Friends. Chris, Matt said, don't forget Don't forget to take Patches from you. Patches is over uh, somewhere else. I, I lent her out. And then, hold on. And then. And then 365 says, well, it's going to take Chris a little bit longer now since he squats. <laughs> it's all right, 365. I'll be calling you at 3 in the morning. Mama, how would it not go south? Like, I feel like I'm still in the White House, so it's going to go south. <laughs> right. Steve, ben is there any... Uh, Go ahead, Chris. Is there anything on, on your mind you want to get out there? Is there anything that that that, that you would like to say? Well, I just can't can't wait for grass to start growing. Did you re, have you uh, retained everybody that you wanted to retain from last year? I haven't messaged them yet. Okay. I'm gonna and do you that. said you don't you don't do contracts, do you? No. I hate contracts. 
Because the way I see it and the way I feel, if if I don't like the person which I'm cutting for, or if they don't like the, the service I'm rendering, we could be able to part ways and not have any hard feelings. Or have to right. go to court or have to, you know, charge them, right. you know, whatever, you know, cancellation fee, you know what I mean? I get yeah, I get I get the philosophy. I and I'm someone that I, I mean I can see all sides of it. I, I, I did contracts, but mine were never, mine were never binding. It was more of, of instructions of what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and the limitations of what I'm doing for this money. Um, anyone can come and go uh, quickly. And um, it never was binding anyone to anything. It was, it was just a service agreement. Yeah. I, I don't do contracts either. Um, the only thing I do contracts on is my uh, snow plowing. Because the simple fact that uh, they're commercial and they have to have it in writing, uh, those properties, to secure. But other than yeah. my uh, my yards, I do. It's, it's word of mouth. I I think in about three weeks to a month, I'll contact them, make sure we're still good for this year, and if they say yeah, then we're golden. You know, I do yeah. service agreements. I don't do contracts. Yeah, that's what I do, except for, like you said, commercial. You got to have them in place there. It's, it's almost mandatory. Well, it is mandatory. I don't know how you yeah. wouldn't. But um, and it's, in Lawnscapes, I did the same thing with everybody. There was a 30 day There's plenty of commercial accounts that I said <laughs> to. It's so, like, no, um, not doing accounts I do is uh, a couple of restaurants. And the only reason why I do those two commercial accounts is because. The one that I originally got was a Gold Star Chili, you know, which is a friend of mine owns, and he's, you know, kind of like, you know, well, I don't say kind of like, you know, he is family to me now. And, um, and then I picked up his brother-in-law's uh, Gold Star also. Oh, cool. I see. And plus, I got they're both their houses, and I've got his other other uh, rental property. So that's so that's five accounts, just just from one account. I was about to say, and those sound like they're big enough to where that those five accounts represent some good stability for you. Represents, um, well, they're small yards. I mean, but the owner of the one over here in Pleasant Ridge has about a three-quarter acre lot. And then his other property is, uh, say, about 3,000 square feet, maybe a little bit more. I mean, wow. <clears throat> they don't take me long at all to cut. The only thing about the one in Pleasant Ridge that sucks is it's on a hill like this. Mm. So you, you either got to you got to have a walk behind to cut it. Yeah, there's no getting a zero turn on it. Right. So I have a, a dispensary I deal with that does that. That has that uh, that kind of grade. I get a running start though. The the other goals are it's got you know. A, about a 40 foot section that's like that but it's not as steep it's you know the one i think it's about a 30 degree the other one i think it's about a 20 25 degree i mean it's still steep but you know i can't put my zero turn on it because for some fact there's a fence right there and i can't get turned around all right so what right. for that fence i can cut that one patch and in, in a single pass and be done with that piece of hill that's cool. Hey, uh, I got, here's something there. There's a, there's a, um, 
there's some tat people up here on the panel. So let's talk about that for a minute. Steve, what's your favorite tattoo that you have? Um, I'd have to say it would be. Oh, that one right there, which is a heart. And in Chinese, it was a flaming heart. And in Chinese, it says that one right there. Oh, cool. Okay, okay, cool. And then, you know, I, 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 this one here, Emily also designed. And she Oops. designed. I didn't mean to do that. Turned around here in the right damn direction. Get oriented. Don't break your arm. <laughs> but, but that one there, she also designed. That one's for my dad. Awesome. And she... Uh, uh, had a hand in this one too. Well, heck yeah. And then I got these ones up here, which is up, which is up, I don't knock myself out first, which is all my kids' names. Oh, that's cool. On top heck of that yeah. one, my daughter's name, and that one's my son's name. I've been okay. I've been trying to put a, a put something together for for um, all three kids on me and uh, and the wife is is something um, and haven't come up with it yet. I've got a few of tattoos I still want with thread ink and a needle. Oh no uh, shit! Yeah. You did and the thread um, ink on that one. Yep. No, I did that. Yeah, that thread ink was on my. I have three on my legs that I did with thread ink. I remember those. Those good old, old school tatties. Yep. I have a, uh, you know, my favorite one's one on my arm, and it's the life and death one. That's kind of probably my favorite one. Then it reads life that way. Then if you flip it over, it reads death that way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and, and it's just, you know, it's the quote I use a lot, you know, live for something or die for nothing. I don't even know if you can see... I mean, I've got stuff on my back and on my arms, but, um, and then this one I actually did. I designed that one myself. Can you see that? A little uh, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. It's a, it's a fire and water sign and, and, and a, and a yin yang kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, equal circle, a bent circle, you know, the, um, you know what I'm trying uh, to yeah. say? Yeah. Teardrop form. Um, and, uh, some on my back, but there's a, um, I, my calves are next. I don't know why I've chosen, I was going to do the forearms, but I've decided I'm going to put the other ones I want on my calf. I mean, it's forearms are going to be some, but the next ones I want, I want, they're elongated and kind of big, what I've thought of. And, uh, so I'm going to put them there. Right. Yeah. The next one I'm going to get is going to probably sleeve this arm up and it's going to be UTV related and stuff like that. Uh, eventually, one of these years, it's uh, it's gonna be a very expensive piece. I'm trying not to sleeve anything up in, in the fashion that if it does become sleeved up, it just happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and um, so I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to break them up a little bit. Actually, kind of like what Steve has. I've got um, certain places that that, that I want them. Um, you know, none of none of these I really see. Um, they all have their meanings. Um, and but that's. Um, they're not seen that much by me and I, there's some that i want that i want to be able to look at you know right yeah my daughter designed this one for me across lift your arm. arm up a little bit 
that. Hold one. on, I'm gonna get you to. I'm gonna get you to full screen. Hold on. There you go. Perfect. And it's based on a book. It's not like everybody says it's Boondock Boys or whatnot. It's based. Oh on yeah, a book. yeah. Um, and it's the four points of a friendship: love, respect, honor, and dignity. And uh, you know, it's, it means a lot to my heart. Because uh, a real friend has love, respect, honor, and dignity for you. You know, so it goes a long way for me with that one. That's cool. And, uh, See, uh, I'm still looking to get my next uh, uh, tattoo, but I'm also, I'll, I would also like to, you know, get sleeved up too. But with the placement of my tattoos, I don't know how I would do a sleeve. I don't have to talk to a tattoo artist and get that figured out. Right. Yeah, it usually takes them some time to figure it out because every every arm is different. You know, it's different diameters and different dimensions. So well, you're going to sleeve it out all in one shot. I've got scars galore. I've got actually, which one was it? This one, that orange and blue one I showed you, the, the, the um, um, sun and water thing. Yeah. It, uh, it's covering a scar. Now, let me tell you something. When it, when they're going across that scar, you damn well feel it. That's for sure. Tickle, tickle. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've got such a uh, high pain tolerance. Because I do, too. Stuff. But it's, it, it's not even pain. It literally feels like somebody's tickling the bottom of your feet kind of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was the one on my neck. Because I have a dragon on my neck that goes up my head. That's what I, the first one I got was right there. Because he said, I said, what part is sucks the worst to get one? And he said, a lot of people think it's the top of the feet or hand or something, but it's actually that big bone right there. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, give me a tattoo there. And <laughs> I fell asleep in the middle of that. And I woke up to the tattoo talking about gauging your nuts. And I said, yeah, oh, I'm going back to bed. I'm done. Just, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more of this conversation. You're talking about padlocks. Yep. Um, goodbye. I uh, I find it soothing. Tattoos to me are very very soothing. Um, once you get used to that noise, it's just kind of you just get relaxed. I uh, you know I think the worst one that hurt the worst for me was uh, the one on my shoulder blades. My last name when they're digging into the bone. I think he drilled a little too hard on my left side, and that's when I felt the worst. Oh, I bet so. Yeah, this one they, that right there at the at the knob of the bone right there and your shoulder comes together yes. is actually it's actually an eyeball and it's so detailed uh, and it's actually when they first came out with this one and the the blue tattoo that I have right here everything is has blue in it as well and everything is is a lot of circles or a circle itself that's the theme that that I carry but this one and the one that the eyeball in the back have a glow in the dark ink and oh, uh, it, man, that's nice. It, it since faded out. I need to get them. I need to get them touched back up again. But the eyeball back here, it's so detailed that it has all the fin. It has all the fine detailed bloodshot lines in it, man. That that some of a bitch hurt. <laughs> now, what color did you find the hardest that that uh, stuck to your skin? I found yellow was the hardest on mine. Um, I, I, I had issues with yellow. I, I didn't get mine touched up so bad. It ain't funny. Mine, I, w I would have to, like I said, there's a lot of blue in all of mine, uh, black, and it's, I would have to, well, yeah, I would have to say yellow is probably, probably right. 
it, it, really, that yeah. and the and the white and, and the white fades out too. It kind of gets a little bit of a gray in it over some years. That's and that's why I need to get mine touched up because the uh, the glow in it has been gone for years too. So that'd be crazy to have a glow in a dark tattoo. I think it'd be killer. Yeah, it's just it used to be. Uh, this one, the eyes, that, and this one, the eyeball that's centered in this one, they, they used to glow. Oh, nice. That's cool. How's everybody and down I in the chat doing? I heard that you can't get those things, but I don't know about that. I, that was just bullshit talk that I heard, I think. Oh, no, you can still get them. I know of artists okay. that uh, it's still very – actually, they've uh, redid their ink to where it lasts a lot longer now, or it doesn't really? fade. It just taking it and getting your skin to take that color yeah. is the uh, the challenge that they even the tattoo artists that I, that I talked to because I wanted a uh, a glow in a dark one of um, my kids' zodiac signs on my mm -hmm. chest, but uh, they said just getting it to take is what you know the hard part, and um, they're the type of people that you know a tattoo artist if it heals it's good, but if it starts to like uh, push out or fade yeah. off after a year, they're not going to redo it for free, of course. So you have to keep on drilling over and over and over. Yeah. So they say, well, last a good time. I'd say that both of them lasted about eight years. I mean, and that was pretty good uh, in everybody's book. Um, and so, uh, and there's probably been about, about eight years not having any. Yeah. Man, it's pretty good. Well, damn, it's already nine forty-two. Man, it's it's about time for the the squirrely whirlies to to uh, start their own little gig. It is. I typed in my uh, title. Hey guys, at ten o'clock, the squirrely whirlies are going to be going live, and I would love for everybody, and I mean everybody in this chat room, to go and check them out. If you're new to this, uh, we appreciate you coming to check us out, but definitely do not miss the Kool Aid House. Um, it's so worth it. Uh, if you're not a friend, I promise you by the end of it, you will be. Uh, definitely. Definitely. Um, and we're going to end this know. with Mama where she says, my white Siamese cat has black balls. What a way to end this show, right? I'm sorry about <laughs> your Siamese cat having black balls. That kind of sucks. Uh, you know, uh, well, next week's guest. That's so very true. But I ain't got that problem. I'm clear and I'm released now, so. There's been a whole lot of having fun. Um, uh, I will, uh, hey, I got 20 times, buddy, before I go back to the doctor. I'm utilizing every bit of it. All right. It's going to happen. He'll have the blister to prove it. Uh-huh. Yes. No, no, he's got that hair growing in his hand. <laughs> no, that's ambidextrous, buddy. I'm, I'm utilizing both hands on this one. Oh, Jesus, man. Uh, well, so Steve, guys, it's definitely been awesome. Yes, Thank you very much, Steve, to be a part of this uh, our saga or our journey with this. So we thank you very much. And guys, next week, um, our guest, we have a guest. We will air it probably on Tuesday, who is going to be. Um, we'll let you guys know. So please, please stay tuned. And when we air it, our website or our email address is thedirtyblindtruth at gmail.com. Please have questions ready. Um yeah, it's scrolling across across the bottom there. Blind guy problems. Yeah, man. That is. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be a derogatory towards you. I was just pointing to it for them, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh -huh. 
<laughs> no, I mean, if, if it was the other way, you know I'd tell you, so shit on it. Kiss yeah, my ass. that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is, that is yeah. so true. And again, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank everyone for coming. Uh, thank you, Steve. And uh, I look, I, it's always a pleasure talking to you, sitting back and chilling out. Um, and uh, would love to have you back up here uh, again. Uh, there's so many people to go through. And every time we end one of these, I'm like, man, there's so much we didn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, Because everyone, I mean, everybody's got 5,000 stories, you know, by the time they're over 40 years old. So, um, and quite a few, some of us, by the time you're 30. And uh, it's... Uh, I'd like to step on them all at some point and kick the doors in, uh, except for Chris. I mean, Chris just boils down to a damn blow-up doll these days. I mean, shit, I'm tired of hearing about the damn blow-up doll already. I'm tired of seeing the blow-up doll every night. <laughs> I'm telling Patches to stay in the closet and just ain't working. Well, she sure does love the couch at Worley's house. I, I wonder mean, why I'm that is. I'm telling you, she sure does. <laughs> <laughs> no, the proverbial couch or whatever you want to call it. Right. So, guys, thank you for tuning in. Please, you guys get over to the Whirly Show when he gets it set up. Just uh, and it's uh, what what's your uh, YouTube channel to be checking out there, Steve? Whirly Lawn Services at well, it's YouTube, whatever the other part of it is. So, awesome. Whirly Lawn Services on and YouTube, guys. And uh, if we could put up his logo real quick, just for one minute. Is uh, we got access there to uh, put his logo up? Nope, not unless he closes his screen out and it's on there. He's got it on there himself. Hey, hey Steve, close well, your screen out real quick, sir. But uh, uh, Emily's comment it will show. Okay. On my video. Oh shit! Um, don't do that. You'll make a mess. That's not it. His logo is a pretty waterfall. That's that's all right, man. We haven't done that for there anything yet. There you go, but we'll do it there for it him. Is. So, guys, if you guys look at this logo, it's the uh, Whirly's Lawn Landscaping Lawn Care. Lawn Whirly's Lawn Services, guys, and it's got this logo. You guys go check it out. All right, everyone. Uh, enjoy the evening. We'll see you next Sunday. Um, I've got still got to put last week's and this week's this one um, up on Spotify and uh, um, actually on Anchor for it to go out in many other platforms. Uh, check them out if you missed something there. Watch for them. Go like and subscribe over there, really, on Spotify if you're a member. I think it's across Google. I can't remember what all uh, Anchor throws it out to. We're getting to um, um, iTunes. The only reason we hadn't is because I've got to figure out what their their uh, strengths logo is and how to hit that mark. Otherwise, we're ready to go over there. But um, again, uh, enjoy. And we're actually going over to the Whirlies for a little bit. But anyway, I'm dirty. I'm blind. And this is, and this is dirty blind truth. Blind truth. Uh, See ya. We're getting better, guys.